A prime time with Claressa Montero replay from Money FM 89.3. Coffee with Claressa on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome if you've just joined us. Today, I turned my I turned my attention to Genium & Co., founded on the belief that each individual is able to be their own geniuses, achieving phenomenal success at work and in life, turning their vision to reality. With their vision to inspire, excellence team of military personnel have set out to put their leadership experiences to the test with their new company, Genium & Co. They aim to cultivate leaders through their range of leadership programs. With me today, two of the three partners, Ang Yao Chun and Fred Tan, co-founders and managing directors of Genium & Co. Welcome, gentlemen, to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Teresa. This is, this is an unusual um, treat for me. I don't usually have, you know, two military-type people in my studio, unless they're following a minister. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is the mm. first time I'm interviewing people with military backgrounds, and this is interesting. Because clearly in Singapore, we hold our military leaders in very high regard. You Thank are, you. you know, you guys are ministers, you guys are CEOs of companies. And at that point, my first question really becomes, what about our military training in Singapore? What about OCS? What about SAFTI? Whatever. What about your military careers? Is it that makes you such good leaders? <laughs> well, <laughs> let, let, let me attempt. Uh, really, is you look at the... Uh, military service by itself. The ethos of military service is really um, we serve a higher mission, a mm -hmm. mission that is higher than ourselves. Right. At the same time, uh, we pay a lot of attention for our junior leadership development. We spend a lot of time on values inculcation. Mm -hmm. And that is important because when you're out there on your own, uh, leading your troops and all, um, the only thing that will anchor you, that will guide you to the right decision is about the core values. Okay. So we spend a lot of time. Uh, we pay uh, a lot of attention, even at the most senior level, uh, back in SAFTI, we actually do a lot on terms of ethical decision-making, mm -hmm. uh, core values alignment. All those are important anchors for leaders, for military leaders to draw back on when they're under stress, when they uh, face difficulties, facing challenges, how they lead people. All those, we draw back on a strong anchoring on their core values. Okay, now I go to mm. Ang Yao Chun. The, the, entire, the entire training of the military, the entire career of the military, it is based on discipline, right? Right. Either giving orders or following orders. And it's, do you think that discipline, that mental discipline, that ethical discipline that um, Fred was talking about, when you apply it to the corporate world, what is the result? Actually, um, discipline is very, very key for everything we do. But mm -hmm. um, maybe I will try, try to dispel the understanding a little bit that discipline is all about command control <laughs> orders and you know rules and punishment. That, that is really not the crutch of discipline. Discipline mm -hmm. is you doing what is necessary and what is right. Mm -hmm. So, of course, the best one of discipline is someone could do what is right and necessary without even being told or being punished. But of course, in the establishment like the uh, military, we have we have very structured way of uh, ensuring uh, things like discipline, mm -hmm. because we are we are we operate in an environment whereby you cannot afford to fail most of the time. You cannot afford to just have your own mind, even if you having you're having fun for it, because sure. there is a higher calling, there is a mission. Right. Right. So discipline is uh, of utmost importance, and it applies to any and every aspect of our life, even for an individual. Are you disciplined enough to? 
to eat healthy. Mm-hmm. I heard you're supreme yeah. now too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you look pretty healthy to me, actually. You must have a exercise, good formula there. Huh? <laughs> yeah. So are you disciplined enough to, uh, to get up and do the exercise, the necessary one? Are you disciplined enough to not even throw a piece of rubbish conveniently on the floor just because it is convenient for you, but it, it causes so much inconvenience for other people? So it applies in every aspect of our life. And it is really truly not about rules, regulation, punishment, and so on and so forth. It is a mental state, if I would. Okay. Yeah, and that's so so important in the business world, especially when today so many things are moving fast, mm-hmm. so many moving parts. You you could get lost very very quickly. So mm-hmm. without a certain set of strength of discipline, I think either you will be lost very quickly, or you start doing the wrong thing because you are pursuing the wrong thing. Right? So so I also want to chime in and say discipline is also about. System discipline, where you have the discipline to innovate and adapt. Mm-hmm. That is also, it's not strict, rigid, uh, form of discipline that we're talking about. But actually, you have the checklist, you go through that adaptiveness, the, the telling yourself that you need to follow, while at the same time, you need to scan the horizon, what is happening out there in the, in the business world, what are the disruptive technologies that are facing us that mm-hmm. we can, at a systematic and a disciplined manner, go through and uh, create opportunities, create uh, uh, solutions to overcome some of this in a systematic way. I see what you mean because, you know, a long time ago, I was in the shipping industry and my CEO was a former naval officer who had risen through the ranks Mm. of this very large shipping company. And one of the things that he was very, very disciplined about doing is in the face of a crisis, all of us were flapping around and panicking or whatever. We lost a big contract, or you name it, whatever. You know, mm. shipping, it's a very fast-moving industry. He'd be the one person sitting there very, very calmly assessing the situation and trying to figure out what to do next. And that, he always said, was his military training. So in that sense, I, I will have to say that I think military training for private sector leadership is very good because we were all panicking, but he wasn't. He was trying to find <laughs> the solution in his head. Mm. I think that there is a, also a reason behind that, uh, besides discipline, because in the military, especially in the Singapore context, mm-hmm. at a very young age, we are put in an environment that we are required to, and we are actually forced to learn discipline and even leadership. Mm-hmm. I'm always of the opinion that uh, Singapore will be very, very different if we do not have this uh, national service system. I agree. Which uh, put people to their paces and keep uh, restless youth uh, to a certain regime that will keep them on the right path and learn the right thing. I mean, in the meantime, acquiring life skills like leadership. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I have to agree with you. I have two sons who have both now gone through their, their NS training. And, and I've seen the difference from the before they went to BMT and the after they finish an ORD there is a, a a marked difference in the sense of responsibility, in the sense of ownership, actually. This is very important, ownership of Singapore. Mm. Before that, you know, they were just kids. It's like whatever the government's deciding, it doesn't actually affect me. But after going through NS, now they suddenly feel they are part of this greater whole. Right. Can That's I also good. tell you a pretty personal story from the sure. fam- family perspective? Sure. I've got parents that walk up to me and say, thank you very much, officer. Wow. Thank you very much because because uh, I mean, kids growing up uh, at some point of time in their life they will tell the they will try to distance themselves from the parent. It's just natural going mm-hmm. up stage. Mm-hmm. 
and then through through the national service and discipline regime, mm-hmm. they went back home. They are so appreciative of what they have and what the parents have been doing for them. Mm-hmm. That they become a changed person. So. I, 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 I've seen that firsthand, so I know what you're talking about. We are talking to Ang Yao Chun and Fred Tan, co-founders and managing directors of Genium and Co. Okay, so we've sort of covered why a military officer or military training would be good in leadership in the private sector. Now tell us exactly what does Genium and Co. set out to do? What do you guys, when you started your company, what did you set out to do? What do you want to achieve? We're primarily focusing on leadership development and anything to do with leadership and organization mm-hmm. that we can do to help leaders or organization or team or individuals that just want to enrich themselves in their knowledge to become a better person, a better leader, to be able to operate effectively, efficiently and to get the outcome uh, that they have set up to do. Okay. Where and what kind? How senior are the people that you're hoping to target? Are they junior managers? Are they, are they more senior executive, exco management sort of people? We have set out um, our programs to uh, actually offer to individuals, uh, to leaders who are leading teams, and also at very senior level executives for C-suite level. Mm-hmm. So we have, uh, based on our background, mm-hmm. uh, we have a- were able to carve out and uh, formulate seven different programs uh, targeting different. To different uh, tiers. Different tiers, that's right. Seniority. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fred, while I'm still talking to you, yeah. what are the challenges, some of the challenges you faced as you were putting all of this together now that you've just started out? It's a brand new company. Yeah. Well, um, in in our former phase of our military life, we have uh, we have teams helping us, supporting us in running day-to-day, uh, even coming out with proposals and all that. But when you're on your own as a startup, uh, everything is a one-man show. You, one-man you show. must be prepared to roll up your sleeves mm-hmm. and then work together uh, and everything is from scratch. So it is a humbling experience uh, nonetheless to actually... Because you don't have your, essay, your ah, assistant yes, yes, yeah, I don't have my secretary to help me. Yeah, <laughs> so we're on our own uh, down to the uh, creating of slides, the content. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a humbling experience, I must say. Okay. But nonetheless, I think it's useful because the more you uh, reflect upon the content itself, the more you come up with uh, what is required, then you can actually hold it and you can really own it when you come to the facilitation and the training. Okay, now this is a question that always interests me very much when I talk to startups. There are three partners, right? Yeah. How how often do you fight? (laughs) Do you fight over things or were you all sort of in concert and you all had a, a, a very common vision and there are no, you know, there are no disagreements between you? There, there are discourse, <laughs> there are disagreements, but I think end of the day, we treat each other with mutual respect. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is, that is the basis of why we got together because we, we knew each other from SAF and mm-hmm. then from our uh, working styles, from our background, we are able to uh, look each other in the eye and say that I sort of disagree with this and we are candid about it. Uh, and it comes across as if there's no rank pooling. We 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 call ah, I was ah there's ask no you rank that, pooling, right? Because, <laughs> and, because yeah. you all were three with different yes, ranks, yes, right? Correct. And your third partner as well, different ranks. Did yeah. rank ever come into play? Yeah, but uh, I think uh, it is also a a partnership. When it comes to a partnership, everybody uh, treats each other with mutual respect, and that is part of leadership itself. All right, we need to leave. Uh, what we uh, expose in terms of uh, leadership principles and all that, and we st- strongly hold on to it because end of the day, if you cannot, as a, a leadership trainer, facilitator, practice good leadership, effective leadership, then we are actually just uh, not being effective. Faking it. Faking it, that's right. <laughs> 
right, putting a facade. So end of the day, we think that, well, you need to leave your values, you need to leave your core values and hold each other accountable mm-hmm. and treat each other with respect. Okay, so now you brought it up. You brought up effective leadership and stuff like that. What is your definition of good leadership? I'll start with uh, Ang Yao Chun. A good leadership is someone having an ability to motivate a person, mm-hmm. a team, or an entire organization, society, or country, whatever that size is, mm-hmm. to be able to achieve a mission, an outcome that you desire uh, in, in the best possible manner. So it, invo- it involves motivating, it involves engaging, it involves vis- uh, having a clear vision, and it involves knowing what exactly that you set up, uh, that the team actually set up to do. Okay. So that's my definition. That's of, uh, your leadership. definition. Fred Tan, co-founder, managing director, co-managing director of Genium & Co. You tell me, what is good leadership to you? Okay, good leadership, uh, to me, I summarize into the two, taking care of the two M's. The mission itself, the objective, the performance that we need to uh, achieve a certain uh, revenue stream, uh, certain uh, outcomes, and also taking care of the men. Mm-hmm. Men as in our soldiers, the our the team. That's right. The two M's. <laughs> all right. So it's, it boils down to you need to balance both because end of the day, if you continue to uh, stress your subordinates, your employees to get the results, end of the day, uh, if they burn out and if they leave you, then you're back to square one. So you need to really take care and increasingly with um, in this uh, uh, digital world, uh, the leaders really need to touch the hearts and mind of our followers in order to engage them buy them in, seek ownership, and then work together in a collaborative way. Okay. Well, Fred, you were the head of the SAF Centre for Leadership Development. So this is, has always been part of your, your job. Well, for six and a... Leadership yeah, is six always over years, that's right. what you did. Mm. And Yao Chun, Chun yes. you were the commander of the Elite Unit for Special Operations, uh, the commander of the Commander Training Institute. So again, both training and leadership were very much a part of your everyday so if a leader is listening, a CEO or a manager or a general manager, whatever, is listening to you guys right now, and I ask you this, what are some of the traits that leaders should be looking for in a good leader when they're hiring someone? In my view, a good leader will have some, if not very clear idea of what is the purpose he wants to get out of life. Okay. What is his life purpose? Okay. Because that in, in my, life purpose. Yes, in life perception, it drives everything you do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like a big statement, mm-hmm. but in everything we do, there has to be a reason why we are doing it. Okay. Right. So that's the dealer himself, the person. And then obviously, once he's clear with that, the purpose, and therefore that leads to the mission, the task, and so on and so forth, mm-hmm. the performance, the deliverer, then he will have to inspire upon his team, the person that he is leading, to be aligned to a certain extent. Not aligned as in do exactly like I said, sure. think exactly that I do. Then that's, that's not going to be a good But it helps when your team is sort of aligned and you have a, a, a commonality between the, the various members of the team. Right. That's it, aligned in purpose, right? But right. the method may be different. Your mm-hmm. way, my way, and everybody's style might be different, sure. right? But we, we, are, we are clear. We, we are doing this for a certain purpose and you're pretty aligned. Mm-hmm. And from the ethical point of view, the, our values has to be pretty aligned too. If you get a bunch of people that uh, are very different in value, how 
as in as in your core value, mm-hmm. then very very quickly you are gonna find tension because that is right right down to the 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 core of it. Uh, what defines a person? Okay. So so if we cannot reconcile this value and purpose, uh, you're gonna have a lot of problems. So. So when we look at the leader, this is one of the questions that we always ask. What, 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 what do you stand for? Okay. What, what do you want to do in life that mm-hmm. it matters so much to you? And does that resonate with the people that you're But basically lead? personally drives these people, these individuals, what you're talking about. Right. Okay. Right. How about you, Fred? Um, I, I would come from another angle to say that for leaders, you need to attend to three things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the character, which mm-hmm. is your values, a bit to uh, what Yao Chun said about your life purpose, what you stand for. Mm-hmm. The competence part of it, you need to know your stuff. Mm-hmm. All right? And then lastly, you need to have the drive, the motivation, uh, determination. Uh, when the chips are down, you are able to pick yourself up to continue to drive towards the objective. So, uh, so I, I summarize it to be the, the character, the competence, and then last, drive. Okay. So we've had you've been you guys have been around for what three four months now. Uh, yes. <laughs> What's the five year plan? Um, well, we want to uh, really start small, uh, and if you look at our background, all are from the military, so we are prepared to say we should open up, uh, in, uh, start to uh, bring in people with corporate background to balance what. Uh, our experience we have. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, we are looking at growing it in such a way that um, in five years' time, we will have uh, the programs running and we will help it. We are able to help organizations develop their leaders. Uh, and going forward, the uh, technology, destructive uh, technology, and the environment is going to change with uh, uh, employees expecting more from the leader. So uh, it is the right time now to really pay attention to our how our leaders are being developed, how our leaders can be more engaging, touching the hearts and minds to drive, uh, align the efforts together towards the common objective. All right. Mm. Well, I look forward to being able to bring maybe next time all three of you in and talking about where Genium and Co. is down the road. All right. Maybe a year from now, maybe a year and a half from now, we shall do your review <laughs> at that point. Without sounding too cliche, can I say that maybe we just want to make a difference. Okay. Make a difference to whoever that we get to touch, whoever, whichever organization, organization it's never that we get a to help. cliche to say right. that. And thank you so much, Ang Yao Chun and Fred Tan, co-founders and managing directors of Genium & Co. for coming on Money FM 89.3. And since we're just a few days away from Christmas, I hope you have a great, happy holiday. Same to you, Thank you. Thank you very much. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.